0: Oh, Lord bless all the faces.
1: <laughs> all the talking faces.
2: They are written.
1: Can't you do that? Can't it, if it's intentional? You can offer a blessing through digital means.
0: Yeah, I just did.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's like, what so are you dear. talking about? Baby, I'm sorry.
3: I'm sorry. Come Boom. On. Okay. <laughs> Our lady and do or We're going live. Okay. Boom. 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 Boom.
4: Boom. 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 Boom.
3: Whoa. Hello and welcome to the Catholic nerds for the second time tonight. <laughs> <laughs> this is your um hello, and source Nerd. for Catholic Nerdery. Nice. This is Scott Smith. This and is Mary
4: um, um, and Cody
3: <laughs> and our special guest tonight, Father. Friends,
4: <laughs> <laughs> You're so good at this. we know exactly what we're doing. I promise.
3: <laughs> Hailing from the uh, Tri-City area of Morganza, Louisiana, St. Anne's Church, we appreciate you joining us tonight. We want to want to ask you about all your uh, epidemic stories, but the loosely organized backbone of this podcast is pandemic movies, your favorite, our favorite pandemic movies, but also we're going to have uh, a little Catholic nerds trivia at the end provided by some of our, uh, our group members and um, also the what you're reading. So what do y'all want to start with? Well,
4: mosquitoes
3: let's
4: go ahead and start with pandemic stuff. I mean, we're in the midst of a pandemic. Why not start with pandemic movies?
1: Right. Well, our show is six weeks late to the uh, kickoff of this event, so we why not jump in now?
4: Hey, you know, we don't know when it's going to end, so <laughs> we're right on time.
3: Sure, sure. <laughs> I still say Easter will have marked the turn of the tide, but, you know. Or
1: eh. well, the peak
3: of the curve? Yeah, the in the middle of the flattening. There you go.
4: So, to start, let's ask Father Brent. Father Brent, what's your favorite pandemic movie?
0: Oh, uh, well, I mean, there's a list of movies that exist pandemics. Um, t- being central focus in the movie, I'm not real strong on that. Namely, I literally have seen zero of them <laughs> but I, I will, So I'll, I will make, I'll make a connection to the closest thing I can get to making um, a, reasoned, a reasoned response of my, of my favorite epi- uh, pandemic movie is pandemic is, is right on the edge of epidemic epidemic is, sounds kind of like epidermis which which reminds me of The Silence of the Lambs which is a movie I have seen about somebody trying to make a skin suit
2: (laughs) oh (laughs) god
0: White manages to take a CPR dummy and take his face off particularly um so, yeah, that, that's that's where I'm going to start.
2: That's your favorite one. <laughs> All those people were catching death like crazy. It super <laughs> contagious. <laughs> well, okay. I don't feel that.
1: bad, Father, uh, because the majority done. of this list was made by Scott, which really reiterates how big of a nerd he is compared to the rest of us. Yeah. This oh, is yeah. true. This mm-hmm. is
0: true.
3: There's a high amount of nerdiness. Oh. <laughs> If you I, uh,
0: like, I can give my actual list of my my prioritized list of the ones that I was given as options to rank, I can I can provide a a response, just <laughs> my own personal thoughts as to the rankings that they ought to be.
3: You, <laughs> ranked, um, you ranked twelve monkeys first, right? Yeah, I did. Was, was that because of the twelve apostles? Is that is that why you did that?
0: Actually, I tried to go on and submit for like. I noticed that several of them involved monkeys, and twelve monkeys was the only one that actually was called monkeys. So I think that deserved to be top ranked. And also, there were twelve of them. I mean, that just amplifies the reality of the importance of the monkeys. Um, and then. Behind that, apes. I mean, because monkeys, apes, right? I mean, basically, right. Right. <laughs> the rise of the Planet of the Apes was next. I mean, as a man of religion, uh, I felt like I had to put in the seventh seal because that sounded, yes, you know, kind of, uh, kind of fun, religious overtone, maybe there. <laughs> um, cabin fever being next. Because I I I'm feeling that real bad right now, <laughs> so <I felt> that <laughs> with that sentiment. But that title, um, I, I I felt that deep in my core. Um, <laughs> outbreak, kind of a, a similar like cabin fever outbreak. But then you swap the words and it's breakout. So I think it was like a necessary pre- like following that
3: it's I think.
0: The Cabin. And then I just kind of, lo- I didn't really know where to go from there. So Andromeda Strain just sounded fun to me. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> like colors in the sky and like rain of something. I don't really know. Um, Contagion, just because, I mean, it sounds a little ominous. Um,
2: <laughs> carriers, it's probably the most relevant.
1: Probably, so, yeah. The most recent and relevant.
0: Um I am Legend. Um <laughs> like I needed to be humbled a little bit and not be at the top of the
2: list. <laughs> <laughs> oh no.
0: who oh, he's frozen. And, and no,
2: I'm frozen.
0: Am I back? You're back. Man. Oh, they have let me go.
3: Excellent. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh so after I am legend has been humbled. Uh, then comes blindness because that's just no fun. And then there's got to be a last stand. Stand last, and that's my defense. Boom! There it is.
2: That was way more logical than I was expecting. Mic
4: drop.
3: <laughs> I think you're gonna ha- end up having the better commentary in all these movies, having not seen any of these movies, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, don't judge a book by its cover. I mean, you could definitely judge a movie by its title. Well, clearly, clearly,
3: that just <laughs> happened.
2: Well, when Scott said like we're gonna rank our top ten pandemic <laughs> movies, <laughs> we were like Contagion. Uh, that's it. That's it. I think that's the only one so That's our, our ten
1: right there. All right. I imagine I think we just kind of kind of squeezed in.
3: Do you want to introduce the newest Catholic nerd?
2: We can. Yeah, we can. Sure. Here she is. Are you going to be nice? Are you going to be nice?
4: <laughs> this is Therese. Catholic nerd.
2: We'll bring her back when she's in more of a Less fussy. Yeah.
4: So, Scott, your top ten. Let's go. Let's do this All right. Thing.
3: Well, not necessarily my top ten, but our... uh <laughs> The uh, group has ranked as number one. I am Legend. Um, we have we have ten votes for that. Um, feel free if you're tuning in now to add some votes. You can vote for more than one.
1: Sure. Be sure to add your your favorite pandemic movies in the comments.
3: And and you need to vote right now because at present Sharknado is number three. And what? that's <laughs> okay so i no have watched every
4: shark movie so far that i know exists so it's okay, so one we through gonna five <laughs> maybe you weren't <laughs> going to tell people that but i am proud of this because those are great movies especially the first one they where they use the same shot like a hundred times it's fantastic uh the, the guy who lost his legs in the beginning So good because you can see that he was clearly buried in the sand. Anyways, amazing cinematography. Beautiful. Does he get his two legs back
3: for Sharknado 2? Huh? Does he get those two legs back? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember if he made it in
4: there. But, uh, I mean, come on. uh, You've got (laughs) sharks and you've got tornadoes,
1: and chainsaws and machine guns.
3: The
0: ending is the I best. The endemic was such a disease thing.
3: You think well, so. You think so, <laughs> but... Uh, Wait,
0: how,
2: why is this even in here?
4: Well, Scott said it was okay.
3: <laughs> no, that's not what <laughs> <laughs> and
0: it was back on the board. we bring zombies back in?
3: That's uh, <laughs> chaos. Yeah, if we,
2: we can bring the in shorts.
0: off the bat, of but...
3: Well, if we are going to talk about zombies at all, then twenty eight days later and twenty eight weeks later, that is a virus. Did, do y'all remember what yeah. they uh, what virus they used? What Ebola, it, uh,
1: rabies? Oh, Ebola.
3: <laughs> yeah, they like.
1: Was it really Ebola?
3: Yeah, they like twinned Ebola. They like paired it up with something else to kind of like an I am legend. You know, they to cure cancer. They yeah, use the virus. Right. I'm gonna have. Uh, <laughs> a trivia question later on about that. So, you know, tuck it under the hat. <laughs> <laughs> Got, <a> trip, <laughs> <guys>. Got it. <laughs> um, 28 days. I'm, I'm 28 trying to get close to you. That's a
4: virus. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, there's some, there's some pretty good ones out there that, that, that even zombie movies where it began with the virus. Um,
2: I thought almost all of them began. Almost, well,
4: no, some some of them just—we don't know the cause of it. It just kind of happened. The dead rise again, kind of thing. Um, But I I have to say, a a new uh, one—I say um, new—Daylight's End. It's not a zombie movie particularly. It's—it's more of a vampire movie, Um, but it's like a vampire zombie hybrid, and. It really quickly became one of my favorites uh, after I watched it. I, 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 if I'm getting the, the the title of it right, but it's really yeah, cool, you are. Uh, and, and just kind of an interesting concept. Probably the most uh, uh, creative uh, thought on zombies in, in
3: recent past. So. Well, it's crazy because it's also Daybreakers, which is another like vampire like epidemic. Yeah, those more vampires. Yeah. Um, I'll
1: say even vampirism was—I don't think it was a virus, but they considered it a germ, right? Uh, in a lot of the older texts, they called it the vampiric germ. Mm.
2: Real quick, first of all, just to say hi to everyone who's watching. Um,
1: yeah, thank you, for, joining us. for I meant joining us. to say hello. Oh, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: y'all were coming in, but now there's quite a few of you. Also, David Dawson, father—is it father, David Dawson? Um, from his profile pic, it looks Beacon. like soon to be. Seem to, um, to be, he said. The movie Rage. To be I'm not frog. familiar with it. Are y'all familiar with the movie no. Rage? No. Or is are, is that a movie title? Or maybe he just has yeah, I think
4: that was rage. the
3: Rage virus. <laughs> Probably
1: later. the Rage virus, yeah.
2: Oh, gotcha. Ah,
4: oh,
3: yeah. My bad. That's right. From I don't like the Flare from uh, Maze Runner. Maze and, Runner, yeah.
2: And Benjamin Fulmer says that Twilight ruined vampires,
1: which is true for
2: everyone.
3: This is, this is absolutely yes, true. Yes, okay. That also reminds Mormonism.
1: <laughs> as Mines. Mines says the virus in 28 days is called rage. Yeah.
2: Sorry, soon-to-be-father.
1: Thank
3: <laughs> <laughs> you. Oh, I need to share this, too.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, if y'all want to share these to your pages, that would be great. Um, speaking of zombie apocalypses
4: <laughs> even though we said we weren't going to speak right our bad. Break
2: yeah. <laughs> we, were, we were mentioning briefly earlier that father brent was supposed to be our apocalypse priest and that oh. is not that's so we had an agreement a, a binding solemn agreement that if the apocalypse started i think we said specifically if the zombie apocalypse zombie started, apocalypse started yeah the Father Brant would come with us and administer the sacraments to us and our children, and this has been a long-standing agreement for like the last.
1: Oh my gosh, six, been eight seven years, years, eight years. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um. <laughs> and and here we are, and and we're not getting no sacraments, right?
1: <laughs> oh no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it has not panned out, but there's also no zombies, so.
1: So
4: it has really not panned out. So mean, I mean um, Multiple
0: <laughs> as soon as I see a zombie, you're not. You're not okay.
4: So great story about this, uh, this apocalypse priest. So, uh, <laughs> it was after a New Orleans this is ordination not
2: funny to everybody else. Okay. We need but to tell really fast. Okay.
4: Yes. Okay. <laughs> so it's after New Orleans uh, ordination, we're meeting father Matthew Graham's parents. Okay. And we have Father Brent standing next to us. Can I tell
2: you? Yes, Mary. So okay, go. Okay. We're going <laughs> to tell an embarrassing story about me. So, so Father Graham introduces me and Cody to his parents, and he didn't introduce Father Brent. In hindsight, I'm guessing maybe Father Brent already knew them, but I felt the need to fill the <laughs> silence, and I was like, "And this is our priest, Father Brent." At the time, we were engaged, and he was going to marry us. And they say your priest. And I said, yes, he's, he's going to be marrying us. And then there was silence, and you can't have that. So I had to fill it with something. <laughs> and so I said, and also to these people I had just met. And also, he's agreed that in the zombie apocalypse, he's going to come with us and administer the sacraments to us and our children. And then there was a lot of silence thereafter. <laughs> <laughs> there was lengthy silence.
1: But, <laughs> and but, yeah, but this
4: thing is, was followed by Father Brent going,
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <He> was <smiling, laughs> Yeah. That's right, and anyway, they were like, "Well, it was nice to meet you," and they moved on. <laughs> and, anyway, so that's the end of the story. Back to movies and not my well, most horrifying moments.
3: Well, I don't, I don't want to leave Father Brent plus zombie apocalypse just yet <laughs> because I, I don't know if the rest <laughs> of it knows, but Father Brent has also starred in a uh, trilogy of zombie apocalypse novels. This is true. You he has Father Simeon in the Cajun Zombie Chronicles. The Cajun. I know this. Tell us this chronicles. more. Tell us more. <laughs> I know this because I'm the only one that has maybe read them because I'm also <laughs> the <laughs> one who wrote them. <laughs>
2: Didn't Abby Johnson have
3: you read know. them?
4: No,
1: she
3: read the I've 7 read them. Oh. You Wait, who read them?
2: I, said, Didn't I bought Abby the
4: digital
1: Johnson. copies and I've read them.
4: i Really oh, read them. Wow.
2: I I have have
1: not yet to read them
2: because I don't read zombies.
1: (laughs) Because I don't. It's quite amusing. It's quite amusing following the plot and knowing you and your family. (laughs) You know, very easy to visualize. (laughs) I bet so.
0: (laughs) Seeing everything around the area now with zombies crawling around it, I was like, Um,
3: "Boom! Yep, yep." (laughs)
2: Like this is awesome.
3: So. Yeah. So maybe uh, I noticed Cisco in uh, the comments said that uh, we're definitely Catholic, but he's doubting the nerd part. So maybe he's not doubting the nerd part anymore.
4: Uh, yeah, I hope not. Uh, <laughs> we, so we're nerds, but not computer nerds. So yeah, we have no skills. <laughs> yeah, we have no real skills. <laughs> we, we just nerd out about certain things. <laughs>
2: Pretty- Meanwhile, Ben Fulmer said, uh, "Catholic nerds, no zombie talk on this podcast.
0: <laughs> Nothing but zombie talk.
2: <laughs> Catholic nerds later. So zombies. <laughs> pretty accurate.
4: Yeah. Well, let, let, let's, let's try to move away from zombies. Since wait, we wait. Said we were, wait,
2: did he say the name of your book again? The book whose oh. author I don't think we." <laughs> <laughs> What's the name of it again?
3: Uh, <laughs> the Zombie Chronicle. Cajun Zombie Chronicles. Book one The River Dead. The River Dead. Huh. Soon, <laughs> soon to be an audiobook. The Cajun Zombie Chronicles. Zombies. And translated into Hindi.
2: Into what? <laughs>
3: uh, Hindi. 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 Was it's getting it some. Really
2: translated it's... into Hindi? <laughs> no,
3: the Wait, language in the, in the audible or hindi oh text? no not no just the just the ebook just the, uh, the that's fantastic yeah there you or, go whatever
2: that really yeah. opens up your readership
3: <laughs> well yeah it's like, it like it's like 2 billion people
2: <laughs> right <laughs> oh.
3: all right oh so on the on the non zombie uh apocalypse pandemics um <laughs> my wife's laughing at me. Why are you laughing?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Can you oh, uh, laugh why? I mean
3: love. Um let's go over I Am Legend. I think most most everybody's seen I Am Legend, maybe not Padre. But um okay, so Will Smith.
4: First off, let's stop there. Will Smith. How <laughs> have you not seen the movie Padre?
3: <laughs> I-
0: uh, I got no response Exactly no <laughs> Is it like Independence Day? Uh, what?
3: No Yeah, it's, it's like that Yeah. Things. Just less other actors
4: It has one of my favorite Interactions in a pandemic movie ever And? Whenever one of the mannequins moves
3: Oh god uh, Yeah When Will Smith has a a fight with a mannequin (laughs) Yeah,
0: it's pretty great
3: That is ridiculous
0: You're selling me now
3: Okay, so I've got For all our uh, viewers I've got our first I Am Legend related Catholic nerds trivia question Are y'all ready for this? Try to answer it in the
1: comments First first one with the correct answer in the comments Gets a virtual high five
3: <laughs> and if, and if you're able to get all of these questions right, and it's somehow obvious to us that you did not um, cheat, Google. <laughs> Here's the Catholic but that part. But
2: it didn't take thirty seconds. To... <laughs> yeah.
3: We will get you like a Catholic, We will get you the Catholic nerds T-shirt. Boom.
2: What the must-have item <laughs> of the season
3: that none of us of have
2: pandemic season.
3: <laughs> and. I mean, if you impress us more, we also have Catholic nerds. um... Accessories, like, there, mugs, totes. No, the uh, leggings,
4: spandex, um, yoga pants. That's it. Yoga we
3: oh, we do. <laughs> yes, we yeah. do have Catholic nerd <laughs> yoga
4: pants. <laughs> what? That's a thing.
3: Yeah. I, uh, are, I we, model, in, are they yoga
1: pants or are they are they Catholics <laughs> pants? Um,
3: ah. Callan. <laughs>
2: okay.
3: All right. So here's here's the. Trivia question number one. I Am Legend is actually the third time this book has been made into a movie. What is the the title of that book by Richard Matheson? The the previous two iterations of this uh, book were Last Man on Earth with Vincent Price and Omega Man. With Charlton Heston. Charleston Heston. It's Charleston, right? Like
2: No. I don't Charleston. I think. Now I have to look it up. <laughs> yeah. I must. Help, Help
3: less. me out. Less. Charleston Heston. Okay, we're going to do... Uh, is Charleston? I think so. Okay. Let, we'll do a... Uh, if you can get the answer in 10 seconds, um, we will uh, make you as famous as we can on this live stream. <laughs> All right, here we go. Anything? Got the Jeopardy music queued up? Nope. <laughs> wow, perfect.
2: All
3: right, that's about 10 seconds. The answer. You go. Are you ready for the? Did anybody provide the answer?
2: Your mom. We've got
3: two answers so far.
2: Colby's mom said Charlton. That's her answer.
1: (laughs) That's a good answer.
2: But actually, there's two more answers.
1: There are two answers to the question.
2: Someone answered Omega Man, and someone answered The Last Man. Now I have to look it up.
3: (laughs) Okay, so this may, in retrospect, seem like a trick question, but the book on which I Am Legend, Omega Man, and Last Man on Earth were all based was I Am Legend.
2: Are
3: you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're <The> going <good, laughs> well,
2: among our viewership.
3: <laughs> I have a bonus question. Good. <laughs> that is Easter themed, sort of, in the Paschal sense. Okay. Are y'all ready for this?
2: No. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what movie did Charlton Heston. And Vincent Price, right? The stars of the pre the previous Will Smith character stars mm-hmm. star in together. Oh,
2: is it is it the Ten Commandments? Oh.
3: Yes, it is. There it is. <laughs> Do another one! I got
2: so excited that I knew something.
3: <laughs> no, it's good though.
2: Do another one. <laughs> oh, I just can't make this
3: stuff up like
1: this. So it's funny you say that. My wife, their Easter tradition every year is to watch that movie. So,
2: it used same to with on, my wife. The mm. TV, I think, on Easter or on Palm Sunday.
3: Yeah, back before even we nation. <laughs> oh my god! I'm
2: really sorry. Do it. We-
4: <laughs> so, so Scott, since since your memory is so good, let's
3: talk about some Catholic
4: themes in I Am Legend.
3: Oh, there are some really good God themes. Let's hear I just I just worry about them being more on the Buddhisty side of things because
0: they're all worked this past Sunday for divine mercy and we do you know rosaries and that kind of stuff you know which is uh, it's not the same as as uh, as have a mass um, want the community and 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 all those kind of things but it's at least being able to I mean as you kind of mentioned earlier being able to to actually see uh, parishioners uh, at least a handful of them. Um, you know, making making some connections and being able to uh, to feel something like human, something like a priest, because, yeah, for the, the first week, I kind of just sat there looking around going, like, so what do I do now? Because 95% of my ministry as a priest is, you know, with other it's people, social. At mass or confession or, or um, you know, sacramental preparation or all kinds of other things. And so it's like, well, when I can't do that, what do we do? You know, Uh, yeah, you know, so it's, it's a lot of, you know, a lot of it is, is partly kind of getting to what's the, what's the meaning of the priesthood, you know, what's the, what's the the central mystery of the mass of understanding that the mass um, is effective uh, even though the, the community can't be there, and they're still receiving the grace of that, and so trying to remember that for myself, and remind the community of the the value of the sacraments that um, that the Lord is is bigger than you know, we often kind of think in a lot of ways, um, you know. So certainly, and then just a lot of ways of kind of stretching stretching our Catholic mind and and embracing things of our faith that that haven't traditionally been. Um, super strongly emphasize like spiritual communions and perfect acts of contrition and That's right. what's the you know you know can you, can you do confession over the phone uh some of those kind of questions that just are not normal not normally addressed so much um, right you know, so it's, it's been really uh, great
4: to see a lot of the the creativity of a lot of priests yeah. and and different ministers in in the community to see how they react and what they do to provide for their, for their people, for their congregation. Uh, And obviously not being stupid and saying, Hey, still everyone come to, uh, to the service. And, you know, I'm not going to. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, uh, we'll we'll leave it at that. But yeah, so it's just been really interesting to see the different creative ways that, that priests uh, have, have taken to, uh, this this post Corona, I guess not quite quite post Corona environment. Um, mid Corona, yeah, mid coronavirus uh, environment. Uh, so I, I'm, you know, it, it it'd be great to hear more of those stories. If anyone, uh, any of our viewers have any other stories of what uh, your priests or uh, ministers are doing to to help bring your spiritual life or what you and your family might be doing help bring your spiritual life forward in this time so uh, please share those with us and uh, you know if if we'll get some really cool ideas we'll throw them up here later by you know saying we have a whole
3: podcast on that
4: yeah maybe do a podcast on it that'd be awesome
2: other Brent's like that would have been a great one for me to guest star
1: (laughs) (laughs) I guess that means we gotta get you back (laughs) one thing I've seen
0: personally but you know
1: well, the one thing I've seen here that's been pretty heartwarming is how you know not every parish has the ability to stream their mass mm-hmm. and so at least in the Diocese of Lafayette there are a few parishes that do that on a regular basis and so they've kind of stepped up and then the, the neighboring or the other parishes that don't have that ability have not been trying to compete but they're actually promoting you know parishioners hey if, even if we don't offer that um, please like here are some ways that you can stay connected uh, you know, to these services in a way. Um, so I think that's a hard one too, to see parishes not really competing, but more trying to, again, offer time and attention to parishioners where they can give it.
2: And maybe we should mention like that, um, like something that is not happening right now is collections at churches.
3: Yeah.
2: So, so, to yeah. those, <laughs> so to those watching, like to, to consider sending in, like if you don't have your donations set up so that they go in, through the mail Send to maybe I start doing divisions. that, um, because that's how parishes survive. You know, it's how they pay right. their bills. Right. Word. So,
3: so I, I, have a, I had a question for Father. Um, I so this year with the Immaculata, we uh, shameless plug for men Immaculata. Um, we did. For the first time, I actually remembered to do the Divine Mercy Novena starting on Good Friday, you know, and ending uh, Easter Sunday, Easter Saturday. And um, the the plenary indulgence that comes with that, are we able to receive that if, you know, if we can't go to confession? Uh, does spiritual communion count for that?
0: Uh, <laughs> I know there was there was some um, communication from the Vatican regarding, um, or from the from the Apostolic Penitentiary, uh, which is the one that that handles indulgences and this kind of thing. Um, that they put out uh, basically an announcement, kind of effectively saying, you know, the the requirement for for reception of Holy Communion basically is as soon as you can, recognizing that it might months from now um you know and, and not wanting to say well sorry you can't receive communion so all indulges are all cut off until further notice um you know basically because we <laughs> you know the church that we have the the keys to the kingdom so we kind of can 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 set the bar where it's still able to be reached uh, by the faithful and that's that's one of the things that's been that's been generously given is is uh, in fact all i think they saying all all the the plenary indulgences that can be gained. And I know Pope um, Francis indicated some of you know of, of praying the Divine Mercy Chaplet or praying for uh, for people who uh, who have virus. And it was like different concessions of of if you're if you're in quarantine, here's what you can do. If you're if you're sick, here's what you can do. You know, and it had kind of different categories of, of you know recognizing people are kind of in different places and different abilities. Um, uh, just as far as what they can actually do in a physical sense, but also uh, just the availability of the sacraments and these kind of things. So um, so yeah, basically it's under the under the usual conditions. I mean, you do the, the stuff you normally do with just the, the, um, the resolution to get to communion and confession when you can.
1: Because yeah. isn't canon that at the minimum, we're supposed to receive once a year during the Easter season. Yeah.
0: I I, I think it says once a year typically during the Easter season. I I think it says, um, I mean, or maybe that's where I'm reading it from somewhere else, but...
2: No, I think that's right.
0: um,
2: Mm
4: -hmm. I mean, what do I know? Masters in theology, Scott, Masters in theology, Father, a priest. Colby, what theology degree do you have?
1: Uh I got a certificate. Hey <laughs> got a few certificates. There you go.
3: <laughs> the um oh what was it? the so there's another novena coming up, um, which is a, a cool one for the church to pray together. Um the novena of the Holy Spirit, um, which begins on the Friday after Ascension, right? Is that right? And then, it, so they'll end on Pentecost. Nine days later is Pentecost. Yeah. So the day that the Holy Spirit comes, we'll have concluded that uh, being the Holy Spirit. Father is, what are we going to say on that? It's
0: for the traditional, like if you observe, if you observe, observe the Ascension on Thursday, it's the Friday that follows, but most see observe ascension Thursday Sunday. Yeah, I um, so so Thursday to Sunday. So if you were to do it the following Friday, you would only get two days into your novena, and you'd be like, the Holy Spirit, would be like, surprise, a <laughs> week. Uh, and you're like totally caught off guard. I only got two of the gifts. Uh, so yeah, so it's. Uh, <laughs> no challenge
3: it, it, one of them. It is. it's it's uh,
0: somewhere in that ascension sandwich of thursday and sunday the friday
3: between there and that's where we that's where novena comes from in the first place because it's it's the nine days of waiting from when the lord ascends to when he sends his holy spirit so that's also cool that's like the uh, prototype novena
2: proto Final novena edition.
3: yes okay. the og novena Nice. I'm, turn- <laughs> I'm making these are like dad jokes now, aren't they?
1: <laughs> we got to pop off screen and then pop back in when you put your dad joke. <laughs> oh, uh, because, well, yeah. I hate to be the Debbie Downer, but uh, I think oh. we're getting a little late, and it looks like some of our viewers are starting to kind of log off. So, oh, God, it's if, uh, We want to start wrapping up into that
4: well, let's let's uh, let's wrap up with the uh, pandemic movies real quick, and any other trivia Scott might have for us.
3: Oh, weren't y'all uh, Cody and Mary? Weren't y'all going to talk about your GoFundMe?
4: Oh yes, we go. briefly. Uh, yes.
2: This is new information.
4: Well, Mary, <laughs> you 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 you're better at talking about okay. this than I am. So.
2: Okay. Um. So because of the COVID nineteen situation um of course everyone knows the hospitals are, are really stretched to their limits and um and also for, for and women who are going, they're
4: doing great work in the hospital yeah they're doing like, fantastic fantastic work so there's nothing against right but like resources workers, are, but the resources are
2: depleted resources are, are stretched to yeah. capacity um and people are working like incredibly long hours and, and everything so and in addition to that um it's just not really an ideal environment right now. If you don't have to be there, it's not somewhere that you really want to wander into, um, especially in labor, you know? Um, so for pregnant women who, they're not necessarily at higher risk of of dying from coronavirus, but it can cause complications in birth and in labor and, and all sorts of things. Um, it's basically... Uh, for for a lot of women, they're wanting to avoid, women like me are wanting to avoid being in the hospitals right now for birth. And so we made the decision and a lot of women are making the decision to switch to home birth, um, which is not like, I think some people hear that and they think like that still happens. (laughs) That's a thing. Um, And it's completely legal. There's licensed medical professionals who, who do that. Um, that like the state knows what they're doing. The medical board knows what they're doing and has approved of all of this. And, um, and of course they only do it like with a ton of due diligence to make sure that the women who, who are doing home birth, they're not going to let you do it unless you are really like really low risk, the lowest of the low risk. They do so much, um, basically investigating of your condition to make sure that there's that, that there's no red flags. For you. Um, But the thing is that insurance does not cover home births right now. Most insurance. Most insurances don't. Blue Cross Blue Shield just started covering it for um, federal employees. Federal employees. um, Which is kind of cool because it kind of gives away the fact that this is a legitimate thing. Like this is a legitimate choice for women. And this really should be like kind of a bipartisan issue. Like and and between like pro-choice and pro-life people. Yeah. Because, you know, choice, <laughs> like, this is a situation where women aren't really having equal access to all the choices that they might want to have for birth care. Um, so we have a GoFundMe that some friends started to help us with the cost of our home birth, which went amazing. And we really think we're probably going to do it again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, it was... probably, we never probably would have had the, the courage to try it if, if we hadn't been in this situation. But because we did try it, now yeah. we're kind of hooked
4: Definitely. on it.
2: And um, yeah. it was just, it was so peaceful and it was so wonderful, like being in our own home. And we we would have been, we had already made like 24 hours of memories with our kids and with the baby when we would have still been in the hospital last time. Um, anyway, so we're raising money for... For other families too, who have chosen this, and we know of at least five other families in the area yeah. who made a last-minute switch to home birth um, after, like, with everything that's happened.
4: So, and, and the cost can range from three thousand five hundred to six thousand five hundred dollars. Yeah, in order to pay for the home birth, and insurance doesn't cover that. So, for especially families like ours, it was a last-minute decision. It was like,
2: so it wasn't something. We it wasn't something we were up saving for. up
4: for. We weren't caring for financially right. uh, we of course we have emergency bucket but it was like that would have depleted our emergency bucket uh and, and now we're getting further into this this COVID-19 uh pandemic and you know having to dip into the the emergency bucket so praise God for our friends who set this up for us uh that that allowed us to to really take the time to be a family uh, for these, these. To not
2: be stressed out. Reasons, and to
4: not be stressed yeah. out about the finances. Well, we'd
2: really like to raise money for other families. For other families. Too.
4: too. Um, um, so a, yeah. please go to the GoFundMe. Which is, I guess we
2: could post the link.
4: We'll post, the, it. Link post in, the link in the show notes. The comments.
2: And we're also hoping that this might be a moment in time that kind of shifts the tide of, of that, the th- that there cover, might be yeah. either a state law or a federal law passed to mandate that insurance cover it. Yeah. Um because in a situation like this that would have been pretty great <laughs> if you know for, for women to have that easy choice to know yeah, to know like option. I can I can do this and it's not a financial burden on my family, you know. Yeah. So so yeah. Thank you guys.
1: Thanks, Thanks for
3: sharing. Awesome. Um
2: also I guess
1: it's all worth it.
3: Um, oh, Ashton and I uh, published a new prayer journal. Um, pray, hope, and don't worry. After Saint uh, Pio's uh, yeah. quote, so this is this is it. If you're interested, it's about the size of my head. <laughs> we'll put the uh, link to that in the um, comments and show notes too. Any uh, last thoughts, y'all? I
2: Feel like I had some last but thoughts.
4: Well, we'll still be around.
3: <laughs> yeah. Let's see. I'm right. glad
2: that everyone's here, and you know, it's it's been rough, but I feel like I don't know if you guys feel this way, but like I think it's helped us really kind of I don't know recenter our lives a bit, you know, and um, Yeah. We just our prayers go out to everybody because we we know people who have lost people to this and Mm -hmm. and also particularly praying that um for people who have lost loved ones who died alone you know that that's been something that's really been tearing at my heart with all of this is i know we're we need to take safety precautions but i really wish they could figure out some way to to at least have one relative with people as they're dying especially since in most cases i would imagine that they're already exposed that, you know what i'm saying like the next of kin probably was already with them so it's not like they haven't been exposed to the the virus already um so just i don't know like we're praying for everybody and we're also praying that like things would get better and and you know mm-hmm. that that everything would be done the best way possible that it could be
4: If uh, those of you who are still with us, uh, if y'all want to comment on what y'all like to maybe hear us nerd out about next time, uh, or if you would like to nerd out with us on a particular topic, uh, please let us know in the comments. Uh, we, we love having guests on. Father Brent, we want to thank you for joining us uh, this, this week on Catholic Nerds, uh, and uh, thank you for your insight, especially uh, for the movies, the pandemic movies. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was great to have you here, and uh, your knowledge, your, your knowledge, your wisdom. Uh, what was that? To offer my wisdom for you.
2: Yeah. Yes, thank
3: you. Thank you. It is expansive, <laughs> That's All right.
2: Wait, should we maybe give a shout out to all the people who got a question right? Oh yeah, yeah. Since we, we y'all we all do that, all, I don't remember all Take the human.
4: I'll take the human.
3: Little human, it's upset. So I know Ashton got one. What? <laughs> Ashton, Miss Angie, um, Rachel, Rachel. So, um, oh, okay. Well, for our showcase showdown, <laughs> those three—if they're still watching—there
2: was Rachel Jacob too.
3: Rachel's Jacob. Rachel Jacob. Oh, you
2: said her. I'm sorry.
3: Um, the last question. Ooh. Uh. So, the last question is: I've been teasing all night. Um, what what disease virus? What virus was paired with? Uh, to, was used to cure cancer and create a worldwide pandemic of zombie-like things in *I Am Legend*?
2: Oh, we covered that already.
3: No, we never actually. Uh, <laughs> Or maybe just a, if I did say just a review if you were watching. <laughs> Pop quiz. Okay. Okay. Did anybody, uh, anybody get it? any of our um, contestants? Nope. Well, no yep. one said anything. That's about the same. Oh, it happens.
2: Three people said Lord of the Rings.
4: Including Father Brent
2: that was a few minutes ago
4: <laughs> I guess that's our next topic
2: miss angie uh Colby's mom said polio
3: oh yeah that's a good guess good guess uh, wrong. So
1: I said polio earlier but I was I was wrong
3: oh yeah
2: she's loyal she yeah, she's, right. she says no thanks,
3: that shes sign up thanks mom so the, um the virus was measles it was measles 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 yep Those little weasels. All right. (laughs) So, thanks for uh, nerding out with us, the Catholic nerds. This is Scott Smith and Colby Allen,
2: Mary Reed, and Cody Reed, and
4: Father Brent. Father Brent. I thought there's there's another human there, though. Oh, oh, and Therese Reed. on her flagship. Podcast, yes. <laughs> she's so, just staring off in the distance.
1: <laughs> be sure to follow our Facebook group. Join the Facebook group yes. and uh, be sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes and
4: yeah, and Spotify check out our page the, on Teespring where we have awesome uh, Catholic apparel, uh, Catholic nerd apparel, uh, and maybe
3: you might be dope the bags. lucky winner next time. Dope, some dope, of
4: that dope. apparel, yeah, and we'll be posting some stuff on our Facebook page about the uh, the. Teespring's and the uh, Patreon to help uh, uh, move this podcast and make it better.
2: Woo!
3: Good night, guys. Good night. Jazz hands. Peace
2: out. (laughs) Is it actually going to stop or is it going (laughs) to? We'll live
3: forever. forever.
2: Jazz hands. (laughs) Bye (laughs) guys. You're the winners.
3: Like, the main motif is the butterfly. Mm -hmm. You know, like, Mm -hmm. the little kid beginning, his daughter, uh, Marley, named after Bob Marley, of course, right, Um, is making, like, oh, look, Daddy, it's a butterfly. (laughs) And so the intro theme of the movie, so that uh, when he sees the butterfly, um, which is created... Uh, when Will Smith, the character Neville uh, sees the butterfly that's how he knows that it's a message from God because his co-star um, has introduced this theme of trusting and listening to God's messages and that's all cool um, <laughs> but there's do y'all know about the alternate ending to uh, I Am like <laughs> We we're, were talking about
1: it Yeah, I, I was telling them that story before you join, so
3: cool. do you want to pick it up with the butter, the two butterflies?
1: I'm trying to remember what part the butterfly was in the did. ultimate ending.
3: Okay, so in the original <laughs> cinematic ending, the right. butterfly is made um, by uh, the, the not zombie you know, whatever the, the dark seekers, I think they're called banging on the yep. glass. It makes a butterfly. All right. The, Into the, the break in the glass, right? The break in the glass forms a butterfly. So that means something to Will Smith. And then he sees a fly tattoo on the co-star. I forget her name. And so he knows basically to give his blood, his redeeming blood, salvific blood <laughs> yep. to the co-star to say, cause he's got the antigens. Um, the tattoo on her shoulder blade, though, reminds me a lot of Follow the White Rabbit from The Matrix, but it's not a Catholic thing, but regardless. No. The alternate ending, the butterfly is instead made with the uh, dark seeker, the head dark seeker uh, with his blood.
1: Um uh,
3: And so he, Will Smith instead gets a message to give the uh, dark seeker, the girlfriend of the Mark. bad guy, right, back, back to, to him.
4: him. Right. Oh, Father Brent earmuffs. Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. Spoiler!
2: All the spoilers. <laughs> is he frozen?
4: No, I think he might no, he's,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> he's in a prayerful state. <laughs> oh, he
1: does <touched> spoiler. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it a spoiler, though, if it's the ultimate oh, like, okay. ending? It's not necessarily in the movie? Wait, what was that? I said, is it a spoiler if it's the alternate ending and not actually in the cinematic version?
3: It's a good question. Oh, I'm gonna. Spoil-
4: what do our viewers think? Is it a spoiler if it's an alternate ending?
3: I well, also, is there like a statute of limitations on, on spoilers? Because like i to talk about, I want to talk about the Andromeda strain <laughs> from 1973. <laughs> yes, there is.
2: You had your chance, father ruin rooted for me, Scott.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, Catholic trivia uh, question. If we're gonna um, move on to Andromeda Strain or or not, which is cool, just <laughs> <laughs> like
2: it's cool, it's
3: alright. Who is the author of the Andromeda Strain? I'm pretty sure this is. Oh, I don't know this. So. This is his first. First time one of his movies, for one of his books, remained to a movie. We can't
2: hear
3: the question. It's who the author was? Okay. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. This is awesome.
2: <laughs> Someone answered no. Any
3: no, no other
0: <laughs> Just no.
3: Is that the yeah. initials of your guess? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so the author. Of the Andromeda strain is Michael Crichton. What? Isn't that cool?
4: That is cool. I'm at the Jurassic check it out Park,
3: now. Michael Crichton.
4: Jurassic, Jurassic Park. I just picked up a new book of his. I don't remember the title of it, but it's a dinosaur book. Wait, is what it? What's
3: that name? Uh, Michael
2: Crichton.
3: Michael Crichton. Crichton.
1: Crichton. That's
2: not the we answer. We had one
1: though. guess. <laughs> we had one guess in the comment was J.K. Rowling.
2: Yeah. <laughs> 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 and Isaac. Asimov, which I don't know who
1: that is. Mm, yeah. And then my just, mom guessed Michael Crichton.
3: <laughs> oh, sweet. Way to go! He's getting closer to that Catholic Nerds t shirt, which is good because sh- she lives in town and no shipping and handling. Very good. Rachel, Rachel, Rachel
2: Jacob got, didn't get the Ten Commandments. got the Ten Commandments. Right. Oh,
3: nice. All right. So, so far for the, the sh- showcase showdown, right? <laughs> We've got Miss Angie. And Rachel, you said? Rachel Jacobs. Virtual high maybe, fives.
2: Maybe, yeah, virtual high fives. Maybe we should do it that whoever gets the most questions right.
3: Ever. Well, I, We can have a showcase showdown like The Price is Right. Is it a showcase
1: showdown or a shirtcase showdown? Oh.
3: Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: Can't do it. Colby, so you got to wait a little longer for the
1: dad dad jokes. Yeah, I'll just just pop in next time I do the jokes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was fantastic.
3: Dad joke. Okay. So
2: what were we talking about?
3: Any more juice to squeeze out of uh, I Am Legend? Anybody else have anything they wanted to...
2: I feel like I I haven't seen it in forever.
3: Yeah, (laughs) I do think it is pertinent to... I do think it's pertinent
1: to today about how he was in isolation for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And you could see his desperation and how he needed to interact with other people. So I think right now it's really important not to get all serious, but you know, people are stuck at home. And unless you're with family or you have a good connection with friends, uh, to realize just how important human connection is. Yeah. yeah. Or you're essential. When he, yeah. Like, cause yeah. I'm an introvert, right? And even though I work in an office with 30 something people, I don't talk to people that much in the office, but being home for six weeks and not being able to interact with my coworkers. I didn't realise how much I actually leaned on that and appreciated it. Um so yeah, don't be lonely. People reach out, talk to your friends. Like what we're doing right now.
4: Yeah. It's true.
3: And and that's what's so sad when uh, Neville's dog, right, gets mm-hmm. the virus yeah. and and dark side ifies and yep. then he has to strangle and kill his own dog. I mean, that that was a really tough scene. Yeah.
2: You know what else was really tough? When Cody just spilled a glass of ice water all over me. <laughs> <laughs> that
3: was really. Hey, funny. hey! You'll be grateful for that when the aliens attack in the M Night Shyamalan universe, and that the water kills the alien. Boom. Oh,
2: there you go. Yes. Like signs. <laughs> yes, which I actually What's saw it? signs with Rachel Jacob, I don't know if she's still watching, at her,
3: like, 15th
2: birthday party, and we were all terrified.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I remember seeing a movie growing up, and someone I know, who I shall not name, because I don't want to embarrass them, was also deathly terrified of that movie. Was it my wife? uh, (laughs) No. She might be, but that's not what I'm talking about.
2: Uh. I mean, it was pretty decently creepy. It was. It was, it was scary
3: what, one more theme I'd point out from uh, I Am Legend is um, the fatherhood aspect of Neville's character because what you find out is basically the triggering event for his trauma um, and why he stays in Manhattan he, um, he's a lone man in the island to try and reverse the virus is that he had promised to protect his family and his family like dies two helicopters collide and they die which is really sad Uh, but even in his recording he sends out a recording like constantly looping um like like the french woman and lost um he sends out this uh recording that's constantly looping saying i can protect you basically i can provide protection you're not alone which is exactly what he wants to be able to do and what he feels he tragically has not which is he ha- wasn't able to protect his family and now he is alone except for his dog which he has to strangle to death <laughs> so tragic
4: so father um, do you feel like you've seen the movie
0: now? <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> something about man everyone dies and he kills his dog and then there's a butterfly <laughs> in the window
2: there's redemption and
0: uh, so I want I want to hear father's take on the movie
4: now so uh, yes
2: catholic themes
4: catholic themes throughout the movie father
0: yeah based on that I'm I'm pretty confident in my placement of that movie as 10th ranked (laughs) (laughs) as kills his dog and that's just no fun that's (laughs) Uh, I mean, your other words not good, Scott. I mean, you make you make good case, but doing his own dog man, that's just
3: whew. yeah. I like other the-
1: than your synopsis provided earlier, you should not judge this movie by its title, which is what you're saying.
3: Yeah. I like the 12 angry men um, aspect of of <laughs> the the debate we're waging. I, uh, and
2: Five angry people. <laughs> yes. Six.
4: Yes, she is a person too.
2: And she's angry.
3: Trying to see what the... So what's number two on our um, list from our Catholic nerds group? I've lost it. And O three is still Sharknado. <laughs> oh no! It's actually moved up to number two. <laughs> oh,
0: Sharknado!
3: Ah, oh, the world hates it. us. <laughs> <laughs> it's some
0: fun. some Catholic some Catholic richness of the, the gift of Sharknado to the world. <laughs> uh, yes. Dude. Okay.
4: So Catholic giftness from the gift of Sharknado. Are, are, are we ready for this? Okay.
1: No, we're not.
4: So if you haven't seen the movie, I'm sorry, sorry, spoilers. Um, but the way that they defeat the tornadoes, the sharknadoes, is by throwing bombs into it. Okay. And so if you weren't aware, this is how you stop a tornado. You throw bombs into the tornado. Okay. Especially
2: if they're sharks. And and
4: here's the thing, when you shoot a shark and it's in a tornado, it stops flying. <laughs> Okay. As though okay, it okay. loses as it's, its power of flight or it stops flying? So uh, what, when is, you, so what did you say, Colby? <laughs> I said, so it loses its power of flight or it exactly. stops flying? It loses its power of even of even flight. though so, it
2: was the tornado that was making so, it fly. Yes,
4: so that you know when the sharknadoes so, do, do come uh, you can shoot You're them prepared. out of the sky. Um, but the Catholic themes is is uh, really uh, trust in the uh, in, in the providence oh. of the Lord and um, because seriously, that is, they had a lot of trust to throw a bomb into a tornado that that would take care of it.
3: Because that seems like that would make the problem worse, right? Hey,
4: that's what you... you, and you got sharks now you got and bombs. <laughs> bombs and sharks and flames.
3: I mean, come The yeah.
2: sharks are on fire now.
3: <laughs> fiery shark in the tornado. Oh,
2: the fiery sharknado. nato. Yeah. Hey.
3: So before we leave, I am legend forever destroyed by tornadoes of sharks. uh, (laughs) uh, So something cool that I I saw today in I am legend. um, There's a it starts out with him in a Mustang commercial, basically um, driving through the for some reason, empty streets of Manhattan in a Mustang. And all of a sudden, it bam, he's hit by these this herd of of deer. Right. Oh, yeah. And he goes hunting the deer and he like has one in his crosshairs and he's about to fire and bam, a lion attacks it, (laughs) which is awesome. But deer versus lion, guess what movie poster is in the background up on the building, that uh, the, the backdrop for this deer versus lion fight?
1: I know this and I forgot it.
3: This is crazy because the movie predicted this movie would come out like eight years before it came out.
2: Your verse is lying? Is this a trivia question?
3: Yeah, yeah, it's trivia. Let, let's do that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs>
3: the verses is a clue. So, <laughs> the verses is
2: a clue. Maybe we should do an abridged version
3: of our... Okay, so the verses was a clue. The deer versus lion. The movie...
4: Batman versus Superman.
3: Yes.
1: (laughs) I remember now, yes. And even despite
3: this prediction, they were unable to stop that movie from coming out.
1: Which was absolutely terrible.
4: Unfortunately. (laughs) And, And... I know. I know some people are really big fans of the DC universe, but I'm sorry they've they, they, they've they've only done a good chance. job on like a couple of their movies. Like <laughs> their best one so far has been Wonder Woman.
2: Is Colby yeah. saying thumbs down to you? Saying that or thumbs down to
4: DC movies? DC movies.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah Wonder yeah. Woman was good.
4: Wonder Woman was actually really good, but yeah. their other one, Wonder ones- Woman, was good.
2: What? Why did they do that? Which one's good too? Uh- our, Our children are, are <laughs>
3: rebelling. They, they don't like that you're dissing DC Comics
2: yeah. Oh, well. It's true.
3: Hey, so I don't know if he's watching, but we all have a mutual friend, uh, Michael. Um, That's that's a segue into, does anybody know the name of the virus on I Am Legend?
1: Wasn't it? Wait, you want me to say it or you want to have people put it in the comments?
3: I don't know if we should do another trivia thing. So close. <laughs> okay.
2: Want to
1: say? Want to say it was polio.
3: The, well, okay, yeah. So I was going to do a trivia question about the type of virus later on, um, mm-hmm. but the name oh, of the it's... virus, and I am legend. Do y'all know what it is? Is it? Wait. Uh, see if any of our uh, see if any of our users get it. Well, you fast.
2: brought up Michael. Yeah. So, is it? Oh, I don't
3: know what's
2: happening. He brought up Michael. He said we all have a mutual friend named Michael. And speaking of him, do you know what the virus was or the
3: the name of the virus
2: in I Am Legend? And I Am Legend
4: was it the Crippen virus?
2: It was the Crippen virus.
4: Yeah, it was.
3: It was.
2: Nice.
3: <laughs> well, I thought that was pretty cool. Okay, so uh, Colby, what what's your favorite pandemic movie?
1: Uh, well, my favorite one is *I Am Legend*, but on the okay. list, the only <laughs> other one that I've seen would be *Contagion*.
3: Oh yeah, that is that Mary's favorite.
2: It's the only one. I, well, I've seen *I Am Legend*, but that was ten years ago.
3: Yes, we we specifically watched
4: uh, *Contagion*. Because of this podcast. There's
2: a plane flying like I don't know if
4: y'all can hear our plane, but it's like, it's our plane, right?
3: I thought Um, your house was launching.
4: Scott posted on Monday that we were going to have a podcast on pandemic movies on Wednesday.
2: We were like, okay, (gasps) let's do
4: this. So we found the fastest one we could find, which was Contagion. And holy cow. Father, have you seen Contagion? No, you
1: haven't. You haven't seen any
2: of this. Well,
1: Kofi, talk about it. I remember when it first came out, um, so years ago, my cousin and I used to go see movies in theater all the time, and uh, I remember when it came out, we saw it, and leaving, and it was one of the things you're like, you know it's a movie, but at the same time, you're like, that could happen. (laughs) Yeah. and so I, I remember recently, whenever, you know, the news started hitting and, and spreading and people started talking about it, I'm like, I guarantee you, within the next week, all of my recommended YouTube videos are going to be mm. contagion movie clips. Yeah. <laughs> and sure enough, they started popping up. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's I mean, if anybody hasn't seen it, uh, say spoiler alert, but you're years behind. So we're past that uh, prescription period.
2: And you're living it. So
1: right. Um, So Matt Damon, right, him and his wife, uh, she travels abroad for her work and she comes home and she, Gwyneth Paltrow, right, comes home and she starts feeling ill, takes to the hospital and then randomly she just is not with him anymore. Uh, And then it seems like as the movie progresses, it gets faster and faster, but there's scenes of how, you know, the CDC tries to investigate and see where it comes from and then working with pharmaceuticals to develop vaccine. It's like all these things that we talk about today in the news was already in this movie script years and years ago. Uh, so of course, the, the virus that's portrayed in the movie is completely different than what we have today. Um, but the the mode of how it spreads, and just how dangerous an event like that can be. It's uh it can be frightening if you're not, you know, not and prepared or aware of it.
2: It originates in China. Yeah. Yep.
3: Um, it's a respiratory illness.
2: And there's questions of if it was actually a weapon. Like, that's never right. like established, but it's like, right. oh, could this possibly be... Which it'll be probably
4: a... never be established today, either. Right. So,
2: Like, one way or the other. Uh, yeah,
4: one way or the other.
3: Um, <laughs> and one competing theory for the origin of the virus was that some, a bat, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> bat,
1: bat germs. Yeah.
3: Bat germs eaten by a pig, chef didn't wash his hands
1: do if you if you watch the sequence in the movie, they're very very detailed and descriptive as to where and how it came from. Right. And
2: yeah. we were like, Why doesn't the chef get it? But the chef have he's always touching raw meat, so maybe he doesn't Never touch touches his, face, his face. You know?
3: Oh yeah. Yeah, that's what Kate Winslet is the representative from the C D C in the movie and one of the things she says at the beginning is like we touch our face like four billion times a day. I mean it's you know like a ridiculous yeah. number. Like what, yeah. 400, four hundred, four thousand, something like I that. I think
2: it was four thousand or something near that. And yeah.
3: then she then she's like using her cell phone later, like rubbing it all all over <laughs> her face and stuff. <laughs> she dies. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler. Yeah. She doesn't get off that Titanic. So Mary noticed
4: something interesting in
3: well, this movie. I don't
2: know that it's gonna be interesting to anyone, but okay. Jane Austen fans out there.
3: Are <laughs> talking Kate Winslet, Sensibility?
2: This movie had not one, not two, your horses. but three Jane Austen leading ladies in it. Oh, and God. one of them I was, it, it, so Gwyneth Paltrow was Emma. Yeah. Kate Winslet was Marion Dashwood. And the, the worker at the should CDC. We, should
3: we do a, should we do a yeah! <laughs> the, the,
2: the woman at the CDC who finds the vaccine is an actress who I've seen in only two other things. One of them being a Jane Austen movie. No, so you're asking what was
3: the Jane Austen movie that she starred in. Oh, that'll
2: be a big giveaway. <laughs> well, I mean, there's only she
3: only wrote like five novels. <laughs> one was unfinished.
2: <laughs> this is this is one of only two things I've seen her in besides Pride and Prejudice with with Colin Firth.
3: Oh, you asking for the actress?
2: No one's gonna know her name. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't think, because she's only in the only thing I've seen her in is The King's Speech and Pride oh. and Prejudice, and now this. Ah. I guess what character does she play? <laughs> but people are going to know oh, that.
1: Not and answering a question, bad. but the... uh, side humor. I don't know if you've seen the memes of all the Pride and Prejudice. Uh, you know, people back in the day already were doing right? social distancing. <laughs> it's all the romantic scenes where they're standing like 10 feet apart. <laughs>
2: social distance like you're you have to stand six feet apart or you might embrace and yeah
3: and actually you might social distancing in the movie contagion
4: yes
2: mm-hmm. yep they
3: talk about it it's kind of creepy kinda omg
2: creepy. ashton knows her name like the actress's <laughs> name
3: yeah she Well, she was look yeah yeah well we, it her. Her while we watched the movie together
2: it helps that Pride and Prejudice is five hours long, so there's six episodes, and at the beginning of each, her name writes slowly across the screen. <laughs> so if you're like us and have watched it like 30 times...
4: By us, you mean Mary and Ashton.
2: Yes, me and I. Ashton. may
4: have seen it once. Her name's Mary Jennifer... Dashwood.
2: Jennifer Ale. Eel. I don't know how to pronounce it. Good job, Ashton.
3: Yay. Virtual high five. Showcase showdown.
1: I have a question for father. Uh, and I'll say to turn it to a more serious note But as a priest I know a lot of people have had a lot of concerns And questions about Sacraments, you know, in this current time And how the bishops, have, you know, make their decisions And uh, I mean, I guess as a priest You probably get direct communication From the diocese um, How do you feel as a priest Not really being able to reach out to Your parishioners or your people Being able to come to Mass
0: um, It's weird It's weird I'll say that um yeah, I mean we're you know, we priests are doing doing what they can do. I think in most spots I know some guys are doing, you know, video things and and <laughs> we've uh kind of embraced, I guess, an older school method. We do FM radio transmission from the front porch of the office. Nice. And uh it's a little short distance radio so it reaches out basically like yeah. the property. Um uh, <laughs> can sit safely isolated in their vehicles and uh, like tonight we had Q&A Wednesday so people were able to text me questions
3: and we were having you know stuff like that and uh, and we did uh, benediction from the front